never really discussed this specific topic. I've touched on it from time to time, but never really dove into it. Um, I want to talk about male suicide. And it's a problem that doesn't get nearly enough attention. And let me let me say this. Let me say this. I'm going to say some things on this podcast that may seem unpopular. I'm going to say some things that may seem hateful or mean. And I don't mean to be. I'm just trying to help with this problem. Okay. So let's go ahead and dig right into it. So. Oh, let me also say this. Uh, when it, If you are indeed suicidal. I want you to know that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Now, your problem may not be temporary. You may have chronic pain. But you have to understand that most troubles in life, not all, but most troubles in life are temporary. Connect with someone, find a community, and build with them. Become a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And I think one of the keys to beating suicide or suicidality is to find something that's bigger than yourself. Because with suicide, you're so focused on you. You're so focused on your problems. You're so focused on your mood. You're so focused on your mentality. You're so focused on your struggles that you forget that there's other things outside of you and there's other people outside of you and there's larger, more important things. Not saying that you're not important, but when you keep focusing on yourself, gosh, you're, you're going to, you're going to, you know, self-destruct. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, suicide data from the CDC. In 2021, 48,183 people died by suicide in the United States. That is one death every 11 minutes. 12.3 million adults seriously thought about suicide. 3.5 million adults made a plan. 1.7 million adults uh, attempted suicide. Now, let me also say this in regards to that that number one point. So let's just... Go with me here, okay? You you may think that this is mean. You may think that this is rude. I don't really care that you think that. So let's do some math. Let's do some math. Um, so this is, again, for 2021. So 48,000, 48,183 people successfully committed suicide, okay? We're going to divide that. By the number of people who attempted. So 1,700,000. Okay. So. That's a 3% success rate. Now let me say this. It's not hard for a person to kill themselves. I think people often exaggerate. When they say. Oh I attempted suicide. They probably didn't. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm someone who I believe in calling their bluff. Um, 
you didn't plan, you, you, you don't have a three, it's a 3% success rate. That probably means, uh, you looked at a gun and you thought about it and they say, oh, well, I, I, I guess that counts as an attempt. That's not an attempt. So the thing about, so the, here's the thing about life. Life is very, very fragile. Life is extraordinarily a beautiful thing. And to take yourself out, you have to be at a point where you've completely given up. And you'll even see this, you'll even see this and hear this from people who've attempted to commit suicide, or they say they attempted to commit suicide. If they go to jump off a bridge, they're on the bridge, and unless you go right over, you're not going to kill yourself. Those who just hold on, they're not going anywhere. They're not going to, I'm not going to let, oh, I'm going to let go. Uh, I can't do it anymore. The more time you spend up there, the more your brain's going to realize and rationalize, well, I'm not going to do this. We are designed and we are wired to keep ourselves alive. Alive. There's a reason we eat. There's a reason we drink water. We are programmed and we're made to try to keep ourselves alive. That's what we're made to do. So when it comes to suicidality, we have to ask ourselves, what's causing this? Especially with men, because the, 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 the suicide rate among men and women is vastly different. Okay. It's about four times higher in men. Now, why is that? So the reason being, well, there, there's a couple reasons. Women do not, here, here's the thing that women think about when committing suicide or, uh, if they consider suicide, they think about really two things. Women have a fear of pain. Women typically do not choose violent methods to commit suicide. They don't. They're not going to hang themselves. They're not going to shoot themselves. They're not going to stab themselves. Women don't want, they're not going to, you know, cut their throat. They're not going to do that because uh, they don't want to experience any pain. But two, the other thing they think about is someone's going to find my body and I don't want someone to be traumatized by what they see. So those are the two things that go through women's minds. So women will often go for trying to drug themselves. Um, let me just take like 50 pills at once and just down them, which is quite, it's not really a plan because your body's not going to allow you to take those. It's going to get rid of it by throw up, um, uh, projectile vomit. Your body's not going to let you just take poison like that. There's a reason when you when people are drinking so much that they throw up because it's poison and your body's not going to let you just do that. The suicide rate among males in 2021 was approximately four times higher than the rate among females. Males make up 50% of the population, but nearly 80% of suicides. Firearms are the most common method used in suicides. Firearms are using more than uh, are using more than fifty percent of suicides. Now let me say this: that's something else people need to think about. That's something else that people need to think about when it comes to firearms. They always talk about firearm. The left always likes to talk about firearm deaths and things like that. Firearms, you know, when when talk about oh, this many people die by firearms. Okay, how many of those are suicides? 
Because let me say this. If you're if you're dead set on killing yourself, if let's say there were no guns, you're gonna find another way to kill yourself. There's there's knives, there's there's cars, there's trains, there's 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 planes, there's you know, wild animals. I mean, there, there's many ways to kill yourself. So that's another thing that the left always tries to push. Oh, this many people died by gun deaths. Oh, okay. Okay. How many of them are suicide? Oh, we don't we don't want to talk about that. Because it destroys their narrative. Suicide rates increased 37% between 2000 and 2018 and decreased 5% between 2018 and 2020. However, rates returned, uh, nearly returned to their peak in 2021. Well, I mean, that kind of lines up with COVID. But what we need to look at is why are men wanting to kill themselves? Why is it that men say, I, I, I just, I can't do it anymore? I think there's a few reasons. I believe there's a few reasons. Um, we live in a society now where men have been, in a way, forced out. Men, there's many men today that don't know what they're going to do. They don't know what to do. We're in a very strange time, historically speaking, in the in the in the in the catalog of human history, men are lost and we don't know what to do. We're used to being protectors and providers and and we we go to war and all these things, and we're not doing those things. We're not sure how to date. We're not sure about, we don't really know what consent is. We want to be the provider, but then we say, oh, if the, if the man wants to be the sole provider, if the man wants to be the main, if the man wants to be the breadwinner, that's toxic masculine, masculinity. Uh, so what am I supposed to do? And let me say this. Um, video game usage is also on the rise. Now, let me say this. I'm not a fan. I, I am someone who played video games. Um, I played, uh, I had a PlayStation uh, 3. My brother got the PlayStation 4. And I would play 2K and Madden. And that was really it. But I really started to get bored of gaming. Probably, probably halfway into my senior year. I just I was just getting really bored of it. And I think that I think video games are indeed I think they're a, a catalyst, at least a little bit, in terms of suicide, because video games do provide an escape, but it's not a real escape. You're not actually doing anything. You're not doing anything in a video game. Because at the end of the day, you can turn off the console. Your problems are still there. Your worries are still there. Your woes are still there. Your headaches are still there. Your troubles are still very much present. And you can only game for so long before you're like, okay, I got to stop. I'm bored. I, I, I got to do something else. When you have a diversion event, you know in the back of your mind, this is only going to last for so long. This isn't real. When I was going through my porn addiction, porn messes with your brain. Now, let me say this about porn. I've said this multiple times. Between 
alcohol, drugs, uh, cigarettes, and pornography. Pornography is by far the best addiction to have because you're not actually physically doing anything dangerous to your body. You're not putting poison inside of your body. Not I'm not promoting pornography. I'm just saying it. There's there's far worse. Uh, there's far worse addictions to possess. But when I was addicted to porn, I looked at things and I said, you know what? Um, I'm watching Mia Khalifa. I'm watching Jada Fire. I'm watching Riley Reed. I'm enjoying what I see. I like this. Um, but it's not, at the end of the day, I know it's not real. At the end of the day, I knew I'm watching a video and what I'm experiencing isn't real. I'm jerking off. I'm not participating. I have no intimacy with anyone right now. So I'm my my pleasure is piggybacking off the off the choreographed sex of those in the video. They're actors. My pleasure is coming off their acting. So it really, really disconnects you and it's like, man, I'm I'm really deep into this hole. What I'm experiencing isn't real. I'm not actually being intimate with a person. I'm not actually uh I'm not actually sharing a a a very special experience with a person. So with video games, what you're doing is and I don't care what you play, I don't care if you play Call of Duty, Battlefield, uh 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 Madden, all those things. I'm again, I'm not I'm again, let me be very very clear. I'm not anti-video games. I am not anti-video games. If you want a game, go right ahead. Okay? Go right ahead. I'm not against them at all. What I'm saying is, the thing with video games is that what you're doing in the game is not real. You hit this milestone. You complete this mission. You know, you're able to, uh, you're able to channel your aggression through the video game. But it's not real. You're not actually killing anybody. You're not actually killing bad guys. You're not actually completing a mission uh, to save a person or to save a thing or to go retrieve uh, a package or whatever. You're not actually scoring a touchdown. You're not actually hitting a game-winning three-pointer. You're not actually hitting uh, a half-court shot. That's, that's not really happening. It's not real. There's that disconnect. So in regards to video games, I would tell, I think they're a factor in, in suicide because it's not real. And the thing is, we as humans, we want reality. We want truth. We want to live in a world that's, act, that's actually going to affect us. We want reality. As much as we say we may not, we like diversions, we want stuff that's real. You don't want fake friends. You don't want fake, you know, you don't want fake, like everything you want in life, you want real. You want real sex. You want real food. You want to sleep in a real bed. You want to get real sleep. It's not, the, you know, it's not the Sims. You want to experience reality. So I think a major problem with men is when it comes to adventure, they don't know what to do. There's nothing in a man's life where they say, ah, what's bigger than me that I, that what, as Jordan Peterson would say, 
What dragon can I fight today? What dragon can I beat today? And there is no dragon. Men feel useless. Men don't know what to do. And when you don't know what to do, you feel hopeless. You feel lost. You feel like a loser. And that's a major, major problem. What can we do to help these men get better? I'll say this. Guys, I think one of the main things you need to do is you need to find something that you like. Find something that you that you like to do. Not 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 video games. Not not virtual reality. Find a physical activity. I don't care if that's hiking, free climbing, swimming, jogging, playing basketball, find a thing that you like to do. And ideally, do it with other people. If you if you if you can't do it with other people, then that's okay. But you need to find something real to do. Put your hands to the plow on something, some sort of project. Whether that's working on a car, um, whether that's, you know, uh, training for a marathon, whether that's uh, getting your body in shape, going to the gym. Do something that's real. Hiding, hiding in the, hiding in the, in the, in the, I guess the shelter of, of, of the gaming world is not your answer. It, it's not going to help you. Now, it can be fun. Let me say this. I had fun playing 2K. I had fun playing Madden. But let me say this. In the Bible, and you, again, you may not be a Christian, but Paul said, you know, when I was a child, I did childish things. But when I became older, I put away my childish ways. And when it comes to gaming... To me, it's a, it's a childish thing because it's not real. As an adult, I have adult responsibilities. There's There are things that I need to do. There are responsibilities that I have to take care of. I have an apartment. I have a car. I have a, I have a very much a full-time job. I have a beautiful fiance. There's things that I need to take care of. I have tasks that I need to do. I have... I have things to write. So I have things to do and it helps me. It absolutely helps me. When it comes time for people to do something, it has to be real. You have to give yourself some sort of activity. You have to give yourself some sort of meaning. The purpose of life, as it says in the last two verses of Ecclesiastes, is to honor God and keep his commandments. That's the point of it all. That's the, that's the, that's the end game of life. That's what you want to do. But when it comes time to do things, people, they, they don't feel like doing that anymore. They don't feel like doing anything. They feel like it's, it's really, we're getting closer to a world of Ready Player One. And my I didn't really want to see that movie, but my my friend my friend bought my roommate, he bought the book when the movie was about to come out, and then I went with him to go see the movie. And the movie really made me think. 
especially that opening sequence where the main the where the protagonist is like you know uh there's you know there's no there's nothing else for us to do there's nowhere to go there's nowhere to vacation we're all in the same position so this is what we do this is our escape but the thing is when it comes to when, when it comes to those headsets they eventually have to come off you can't live inside of those things you're not living in the matrix you guys you're not living in a you're not living in a a simulation this is real life this is these are real problems this is the real earth that god created and you can't run from that so men have to do something find something that you like to do and do it find something physical that you like to do and do it because i'm telling you video games are not the answer they're not going to make you feel better it's just an escape it's just a way to relax it's a it's a way of putting down your cross which is fine there's nothing wrong with putting down your cross i'm someone i for me what do i like to do i come home from work I come home, I'll watch, you know, the, the Three Stooges, I'll watch The Rifleman, I'll watch Spongebob, I'll watch Garfield and Friends, I'll watch some YouTube videos, I'll read some books, like right here I have Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. So there are things I do that provide an escape for me. So I'm not saying don't have an escape, but I am saying find something that you that you actively do. Find something that you actively do and do it. Now, another factor that I would say is relationships, romantic relationships. It is not good for man to be alone. That's in the Bible. Those, those are God's... Well, let me say this. If, if you are... Let me say this. If you're new to being a Christian, if you're new to being a Christian, and you are reading the Bible, one thing you need to understand is when God is someone who is perfect... He's perfect. He makes no mistakes. He's never made a mistake ever. And he's very, 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 very wise. And he's very, 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 very precise. Every time and any time you see God speak in the Bible, pay very, very close attention. It is God's own words where he says, it is not good for man to be alone. He actively looks down at his creation he looks at all that he has made and he says, oh my, this is pretty doggone good. That's good. That's good. The earth is good. The sky is good. The ocean's good. Those animals look pretty good. The fish are doing pretty all right. God looks down and he sees Adam by himself and he actively says, it is not good. That's the first time you hear God say himself, it's not good. He does a checklist. It is good. It is good. It was good. It was good. It was good. I see it and it's good. I see it and it's good. That's good over there. That's good over there. God looks down and he sees Adam and he says, it is not good that man be alone. That is very, very important. Of all the things that he's made, everything's perfect. 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 Oh, that's got to be fixed. That needs that. I need to change that. 
That's not okay. I can't just leave it like that. I have to add to that. I didn't make a mistake. I just have to add here. And 63% of men under 30 are single. They're single. Now, why is this? I think there's many factors. Uh, me too. Um, women's standards. Uh, the, 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 the divorce, divorce rates. They're crazy. I get why men don't want to do it. Let me say this. I, un and again, this is part of the appeal of porn. Porn, with porn, you're able to watch any kind of sex that you want to watch and strictly focus on your own feelings. You can watch as much as you want. It's free. There's no charge, anything. And so men can often find that, um, men can often find that as an escape. And it's like, oh, this is great. I can, you know, have fun with my sexuality. I can, I can, I can pseudo have, I can pseudo enjoy my sexuality. I say pseudo because it's not full on because it's not you actually doing the actions. But you're able to focus strictly on yourself. Men look at relationships today and they say, what's the point? What is the point? I'm doing my best. I'm working hard. And gosh, I, you know, women, I feel like women don't see me. I go up to women. I talk to them. I'm honest with them. I go on dates and they ghost me and I, I, I pay for their food. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm working out all these things. And to what avail? And let me say this, I, I honestly don't blame men when they, when they, when they kind of give up on the, on the problem, on, when they, when they don't, when they give up on the idea of marriage and dating. Well, let me just work on myself. What's the point? She'll leave me anyway. She's going to take more than half my stuff. That's the mentality that many men have today. That's not the way God designed us to be. God did not design us to be by ourselves. He did not make us to be bachelors. He didn't make us to just work. God created Adam to tend the garden. Humans are made to work. Let me be very, very clear. That's another reason I'm scared of AI because AI is going to remove our ability to work because we're not going to have anything to do. That's going to be really scary. But going back to this, God made men, he made man to work. But it wasn't enough. He said he, he can't just be working the entire time. That's why I want you guys to be very careful of these red pill channels. I think some of them are very good. Guys, just work on yourself, work on yourself, work on yourself. That's not a good idea because that's not God's intention. And in a way, that's a form of, that's a form of idol worship. That's a form of worshiping yourself. I'm just going to work on me, 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 work on me. There's things outside of you though. You're not made to be by yourself. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna build on my I'm just gonna work on my career. Put my head on to work on my career. Put my head on to work on my career. I'm gonna get those grades. I'm gonna study really well. Okay, you can. But you won't, that's not all you were made for. God told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. That's what we as humans, that's our that's our just as a as a species, that's our main job. And so when men, when 63% of men 
are saying, ah, I'm out. They're saying, I'm out. I'm, I want to opt out. And here's how crazy this is. I want to opt out of what I'm biolo- biologically supposed to be doing. I have a biologic, I have a biological uh, job description and I'm going to opt out of it. I'm not going to do it. You think that's going to end well? We're made to, we're we're kids and then we become teenagers and then we become young adults and then, you know, you you find someone else, you mate with them and then, you know, historically that's the way it worked. You grew up, and then you just, the cycle just repeats. But now, so many men out there are saying, "I'm out," and I, I I understand why they say that. I get it. But we wonder why. Well, why are men killing themselves at such high rates? Are you surprised? Men are forsaken to do what we're what we're partially made to do. We're not only made to procreate. We're not only made for sex. We're not only made for women. But when we, when men are saying, ah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do it. That's, that, that's, yeah, the, the suicide rate amongst men makes sense. Another reason that men can want to uh, commit suicide has to do with unemployment, their job. Do they feel like they're at a dead-end job? I'm putting in all this work, all this work, all this work, and I'm getting nowhere. I'm in, I'm in a rat race. I'm in a hamster's wheel. I'm barely, I'm barely able to keep my head above water. I'm working all this. I'm putting in all this time. I'm putting in all this effort. I went to school. I did this. I did that. I've got these. I've got the student debt. And for what? It's frustrating. And so many men are saying, ah, what, what, what's, what's the point? What's the point? I can't get promoted where I'm at. I'm putting in all this time. I'm putting in all this effort. And also, money's becoming more and more worthless. A dollar isn't what it used to be. Five dollars isn't what it used to be. A hundred dollars isn't what it used to be. A thousand dollars isn't what it used to be. Do you realize that? And we, as men, especially because... We're, we're the bread, we're the breadwinners. Uh, part of our job is to provide. And we say, man, I, how am I going to provide? This is a question that I ask myself. I'm going to be open with you guys. This is a question that I've been asking myself and I, I, I'm scared for. I don't know how I'm going to make money in the future. I have no idea. I easily think a robot could do my job at work. I do. I easily think that my coworkers could easily be replaced with robots. How am I going to provide for my, for my wife? How am I going to provide for my daughter? How am I going to provide for my son? These are questions that I ask myself every day. And you know what? I don't have an answer. And it's scary. And I know men, they, they, they're asking the same question. If I want to go down that path, first of all, men are saying, forget, forget family. How am I going to, how going to, how am I going to provide for myself? How am I going to make it? How am I going to afford milk, eggs, and bread every two weeks? How am I going to afford my rent? How am I going to, how am I going to afford my car payment? Everything's becoming more and more expensive. My, 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 my wages at my job are saying the same. I'm not getting a raise. 
I ask for a raise. I'm told no. I try to advance myself and that to advance yourself, that costs money. To do this, that costs money. And I only have so much money to work with. What do I do? And I think that that's where many men are like, uh, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Where do I go? Where can I get some help? I feel like I'm not adequate. I feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm Well, no, take that back. I feel like I'm doing all that I can, but it's not enough. What if I get sick? What if I have to go to the hospital? Who's going to who's going to pay my rent? What what if I can't work? I'm not going to have a paycheck. And you know, it, it it's really really scary. And I think that's one reason men are killing themselves. And it's a fa- it's a major factor and we have to figure out what we're going to do about it. You can't have a society filled with half the population saying, "Oh, what's the point? Why live? Why do anything?" Why go to work? Why get into a relationship? Why do any of these things? These are these are natural things, and men are saying, "Ah, oh, what's the point?" When you're when you are at the point of saying, "What's the point?" You, it's over. It's over. You've given up. You have given up. What's the point of trying on this? What's the point of going over here? That's no fun. And there's many men, not just in America, but around the world. We're trying to figure it out. We don't know what to do. So it's terrifying. And I understand why the suicide rate is what it is for men. But if we can focus on those those three things, on on on, on jobs, on romantic relationships, and on 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 finding something to do, finding something physical to do, I think we can help it. There are things out of your control. There are things in your life that you won't be able to do anything about. But that's okay. That's okay. The thing about life is that you will have times where you feel down. You're going to feel like you're out of the game. You're going to feel like, oh man, I, I, you're going to feel like you want to give up. And that's okay. That's natural. There's times where I feel that. And I tell my fiance, baby, I'm, I just... I don't know what to do. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm scared. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm not quite doing. I, what am I going to do here? What are we going to do here? What's the next lily pad? That's okay. You know what? You just keep moving forward. That's what you do. You think about the. You think about the future. You make plans for the future, and you adapt as you go. That's what you do. Because I'm telling you. When you give up, when you stop doing these basic things, you're, you're, you, you've pretty much, you've, you, you fold. You will fold. You will give up. You will not succeed. You will fail. And you may be a statistic of, uh, suicide. And I don't want that for anybody. I don't want anybody to kill themselves. That's an awful, awful thing. It's not going to send you to hell. That's not biblical. But, you know, life is very precious. It's life is a gift from God. Every second, every minute, every half hour, every hour, every day, every month, every year that you receive, that you experience, that's a gift from God. Because at any moment, God can decide, ah, that's enough for him. That's enough for her. 
It doesn't make him bad, but that's just part of being God. So life is a beautiful thing. And when someone takes their takes themselves out, it's a very sad thing. That's why I'm so against, and I think alcohol and drugs are so stupid. I think they should be legal, but they're stupid. They're completely stupid because you're putting poison inside of you willingly. There's nothing beneficial about alcohol. There's nothing beneficial about crack. No, I just, I just, I, I just, I, I just want to feel good. Yeah, but you're killing yourself. You're poisoning yourself. You're shortening your lifespan. You're hurting yourself. You're cutting. You're, 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 you're playing with fire here. So that's what I wanted to talk about, you guys. Um, male suicide. It's a problem. It needs to be looked at. It needs to be analyzed. And we got to take action about it because it's not going to fix itself. We have to make the changes. We have to we have to fix what we're doing. We have to change our approach.